Hello, everybody. My name is Bill Keever, and I want to welcome you to our podcast, Practical Wisdom from the Word of God. I believe the Bible is a book that God gave to us that's full of insights, wisdom, promises, and many other things that help us live daily life. So join me for the next few minutes as we look into the Word of God to find that practical wisdom we need today. Should the enemy try to condemn our fight, his righteousness will well, praise God. Welcome again to Practical Wisdom from the Word of God. My name is Bill Kiefer, and I'm pleased that you decided to join us today. What an exciting time that we live in. I believe that this is one of the most significant and exciting times in all of history. And we've been talking about the fact that we as a church need to realize that we're at war. No matter whether we want to be at war or not, even if you if you think, you know, I just want to be left alone, listen, we are at war. We've used World War II and the United States' involvement in that war as kind of a template for what I'm talking about. And in that that time period, the United States in the 1930s and early 40s wanted nothing to do with war. It was raging all over the earth except here, and they said, we like that just fine. We don't want it to be a part of it. Uh, let them fight it out. We won't worry about it. But then... When uh, the United States was attacked on December 7, 1941, we realized something. The war was coming to us. And once the United States realized that, their whole perspective on life changed. Their whole focus changed to winning the war. I believe that as a church, we go through periods where we feel like, you know, things are peaceful. And sometimes that's a really big mistake. God, when he was speaking to Israel, talked about prophets who said peace when there was no peace, who, who told the people everything is great. And he says, I didn't say that. What I said was, there's problems coming and you need to be ready for it. And I believe that's where we are today. We need to realize, although there are voices out there saying everything is fine and, and uh, you know, we don't need to be so extreme. We don't need to, to worry so much. We, can, we need to have balance in our lives and not really focus so much on church and that kind of thing. Listen, that is not how it's going to work. And the war is here. And the only place of safety is for us to be under God's wings, under his covering and, and, and pressing in. The Bible speaks of pressing in to him, to the high calling. The more we do that, actually, the more safe we are and the more effective we are. We talked about the fact that uh, I, I think this is a particular time where the battle is raging and we see it in the natural, but whatever we see in the natural is a reflection of what's going on in the spirit. All these wars, all this tension, all these things going on is a reflection of what's going on in the spirit. The devil knows that his time is short and he's raging more than usual and that always affects the church. But you know what? We have a wonderful ally. His name is Almighty God. And if we are are walking in him and with him and learning of him and growing in him, then Paul said, if God is for me, who can be against me? Nobody can win against me. I got the big guy on my side. Hallelujah. And so that's what we've been talking about. But I want to shift focus a little bit. Last time we, we looked at the fact that Jesus tells us in uh, in uh, Matthew chapter six thirty four, 
That And let me read it again. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Now, I don't believe that means that we shouldn't plan for the future. I don't believe that that means that there aren't things out there that we need to keep believing for. I know I, I have many things in my life that will not manifest today, and I need to keep believing for them. But there's something about this verse that struck me and, and kind of reinforced something God was dealing with me on. Because See, I have a problem. I get too I get too caught up in all the stuff that's out there. Uh, you know, as a leader in the body of Christ for many years, and is still a form of leadership and 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 ministering to pastors and leaders, and always wanting to be out there doing the work of the Lord. Sometimes when things aren't happening right away, I can get lost in out there. And if you get too lost in in the future, if you get too lost in all the things that you want to see happen out there, we can become discouraged because there are things that are not going to happen right away. There are things that are not going to happen when and how we think they should. And so when we're so focused out there, doesn't mean we have no focus out there, but when we're so focused out there, we cannot see what God is doing today. And that often, I know it does in my life and I'm sure it does in your life, that can lead to discouragement. All the bills that have to be paid, all the work things that have to be done, all the family, how do I send my kids to school? What about health? care? What about, what if I get sick? What if I, if I need this or I need that? What if my car breaks down? What if my house has things that need to be done? And listen, all those things are probably going to happen eventually, but they may not have happened today. And if they have happened today, then God is at work in them. And so one of the things God said to me was, you need to learn how to win today. This verse is not telling us that we're just at the mercy of today. It's not telling us that, you know, there's troubles and we just got to accept the fact that we're going to have bad times and we're going to feel bad and we're going to do bad and all that kind of, he's not, if you read the context, that's not at all what he's saying. Matter of fact, in two verses before this, he says to them, my father knows you have need of all the stuff that's going to happen in the future. He knows about that. He's involved in that. And then he says, if you seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, all the things you need are going to be added to you. Therefore, don't worry about tomorrow. It's got enough problems. You've got stuff to deal with today, but not only do you have stuff to deal with, Listen, we need to deal with what's in front of us. We need to take care of today. We need to do what we need to do today. What do we need to do? We need to pray. We need to seek God. We need to obey God. We need to to do the natural things that are before us. But one of the things involved in this that I believe will help us Paul says in 2 Corinthians 2.14 that he always causes us to triumph in Christ Jesus. And so we need to begin to cultivate that attitude no matter how I see today. If he said I'm triumphing, I'm triumphing. Hallelujah. And we get to the end of our day and we look back on the day. And so often in my own life, I have I have to be very careful because I'll look back on the day and say, that was terrible. What a waste of time. I didn't do anything. I, 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 wasn't, I wasn't productive today. Isn't that something we hear in our minds a lot? Or I went to my job and it was it was boring and it I didn't I didn't talk to anybody. I just I just did today and and but you know what? He said you triumph. He said, I cause you to triumph, always cause you to triumph. Therefore, you triumphed today. There are some things and, and, and that we need to see and understand. I believe that God's given me a list of some things just for me, but I'm going to share them with you. 
but let's also remember that a lot of it has to do with perspective, how we see things today, how we see ourselves. Our perspective on life really determines whether we're winning or losing as much as anything else. Now, I want to share just a list of things with you. I'm going to do my best not to comment on them too much. That's not easy for me. But these are some things as I was praying about this. I said, okay, God, well, what's it look like to win today? Because a lot of times I don't feel like I won today. And okay, I accept your word that says you always cause me to triumph. So thank God I won today. But what's that look like? How can I? How can I? Uh, how can I cooperate with that thinking? How? What? What are some things I can do that will help me to see that I've won today or to even win today? And so there's a list of some things uh, that I'm going to share with you. To win today means to see victory where you can find it. You know, one of the things that we get involved in is we have this idea of ultimate victory, but ultimate victories are really won with day-to-day victories. I was what was brought to mind was 1 Kings chapter 18. In 1 Kings chapter 18, uh, Elijah has won a tremendous battle. He defeated hundreds of prophets of Baal. He's he he has the ear of the king again. And uh, the people are looking to him again. And so he knows. Now, this is the end of a drought. There have been three years where there's been zero rain. I, I, I can't imagine what that would be like, but it's not good. And so they're at the end of this. But now, after he's won this victory... Elijah has been tasked with praying in the rain. Now, I don't understand all that, uh, but, you know, God always uses people. And so what God said to Elijah next, and we know that he said it because it's what he did, go pray for rain. And so God says, or the word of God says that Elijah prayed. He, he got into a birthing position in the east. It's different than here in the west. And he was groaning and he was praying and he would say to his servant, go see if there's any rain on the horizon. And he did that six times and six times the servant came back and said, no, I don't see a thing. And finally, he, Elijah kept praying. The seventh time, he said, go and look at the horizon one more time. And, and, and the servant went out and came back to him and said, well, um, there's a cloud about the size of a man's hand, but that's it. I mean, blue sky everywhere else. This little cloud out there, but there is a cloud. And Elijah jumps up and he says to the king, you better get back to the city because I hear the sound of abundance of rain. Really? You hear the sound of abundance of rain? All you saw was the cloud the size of a man's hand. But you see, Elijah understood that any movement of God is a victory. Hallelujah. And any movement of God is is leading us or, or a sign or evidence, let's put it that way, that victory is coming. I believe that we need to get to the end of the day and think, God, what have you done today? And you know what? Many times you're not going to be able to think of anything else. You're not going to be able to think of some specific thing that God did. Sometimes you will, but other times you're just going to have to say, you know what, God, you kept me alive today. Hallelujah. One of the things that we talked about, a combat soldier wins today by staying alive to fight tomorrow. Hallelujah. I'm still here. Hallelujah. I still love you. You're still involved in my life. And so one of the things that we need to do to win today is just see whatever victory we can see, even if it's a little thing, see it as victory. Even if it's a small answer, even if it's a little movement, see it as victory. Know that God is moving and take that victory as winning today. To win today means to believe that what God has promised he will do. In Romans chapter 4, Romans chapter 4 is a tremendous uh, 
basic study of how faith works. And in verse 21, uh, Paul is speaking of Abraham, who it says was fully convinced that what God had promised, he was also able to perform. Listen, what God has promised, he will do it. And that's another way that we win today. If you don't have a promise that you're believing for in terms of certain things in your life, go find one. Maybe there is no specific thing you're believing for, so you don't have a specific promise. But you can still apply this by getting to the end of the day and saying, you know what, God, you are faithful to do what you said you'd do. If you have some promises, if you have some things God's spoken to you, thank God. Father, I thank you. As I go to bed tonight, you are faithful to do what you said you'd do. Abraham had a promise that he would be the father of many nations. The problem was he didn't have any children and he was far too old to have them. But he knew that what God said he would do. We need to remind ourselves, hallelujah, whatever the promises are that God's given me in my life, he said he'd do them and he will do them. And therefore, since I know the promise is still there, it's still either in the word of God or God has spoken it to me. As long as that promise is there, then I won today because I'm one day closer to seeing the promise fulfilled. To win the day means to begin and end the day, giving glory to God. Romans 4.20, it says that he did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God. Listen, there's something we need to cultivate, and I, I'm not telling you I'm perfect at this, but I know it to be true, and when I am, when I do it, I know it works. Sometimes I forget just like you do, but we need to get up in the morning saying, Father, I thank you for this day. I give you glory. First of all, I give you glory just for who you are. Hallelujah. I thank you that you you saw fit to send Jesus to die for me. I thank you that you saved me from an eternity separated from you. I thank you for who you are, and then also to thank God for what he's done. And when we get to the end of the day, you know, maybe it hasn't been a great day, but finish it by giving glory to God. Father, I thank you that you're involved in my life. I glorify you. You are the great God. There is none like you, and you're working and moving in my life. It's not easy to do, but there's something about that. If I can do that at the end of the day, and I'll be more able to do it at the end if I do it at the beginning. If I do it at the end of the day, I can say, I have won today. This stuff is very basic, but it's a lot harder to do, a lot easier to preach than it is to do, I'll tell you that. It, to win the day means to resist the devil the best that you can. James chapter 4, verse 7 says, Therefore, submit to God, and that's an important part of resisting the devil. Submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. What does it mean to resist the devil? It means to resist just accepting the things that the devil is doing in our lives. I get a little concerned right now because it seems like there's a lot of just accepting certain things as inevitable. I'm 68 years, uh, excuse me, 69 years old just a few days ago. And uh, people will look at you and, and, and just they, the way they say things, they expect certain things to be inevitable, that you're just going to get sick, you're going to get tired, you're not going to be able to do things, your body's going to hurt. Listen, some of that is true, but I don't take that as inevitable. 
I don't say that that's just the way it's got to be. I believe that God in me can sustain me. And I'll tell you what, for 69, I'm in pretty darn good shape. I, 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 have, I don't take medication for anything. I don't, uh, I've never, I've never had surgery. I've never, I've never, you know, I can even see without uh, corrective lenses. That's a weird thing that God did in my eyes. My left eye sees distance. My right eye sees close up. I wore glasses since I was in fifth grade and about 10 years ago, maybe a little more, uh, something happened and I don't wear them anymore. I can see fine far away. I can see fine close up and my right eyes for close. My left eyes for far away and my brain just works out the difference. I don't understand how, but I like it. But you see, I'm not, I'm not trying to hold that up or anything in my life up as something better than anybody else. But the truth is, I'm just not going to accept that I have to wear down, wear out, and just get to the end and my last breath, my last days are going to be unproductive. I don't believe that. I believe that I can overcome. And we need to not accept that what the devil may be doing in our finances, what the devil may be doing in our our, our, our bodies, what the devil may be doing in our families, we don't need to just accept that and say, well, you know, it just must be the way it's supposed to be. No, we need to rise up, find out what the Word says about it, believe God, and resist the devil. Resist him by praising God. Resist him by praying. Resist him by speaking the Word of God over our lives. Resist him by not giving in to sin. Resist him by not giving in to depression and fear. I know there are clinical things and and whatnot about depression and fear, but let me tell you what, the joy of the Lord is our strength. And if we choose not to give in to those things and fight them, fight them. Resist means to fight. Listen, church, we need to get in the battle. We have an adversary and we need to fight him with the word. We need to fight him with our fellowship with God. We need to fight him by knowing who we are in Christ Jesus. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. First John 5, 4 says that uh, uh, greater that we uh, we who are uh, of God, we who know Him, have overcome the world. Jesus said, "Fear not, little flock, for I've overcome the world." We got into this some time back, and in First John five, it says that anybody that's born of God also overcomes the world. And then He said, "This, this is the victory, even our faith." One of the things that I've learned and that I I share with people, and I believe we need to cultivate if we're going to win today, is that if I'm still believing God, I won today. If I'm still a Christian, I won today. If I still know God is involved in my life, I won today. If I can still uh, see the promise of God and accept it as truth, I won today. This is the victory. I'm still believing God, devil. You haven't gotten me out of the fight, and you're not going to. Another thing, it, to win today, means that we need to learn from today. Uh, there are some interesting verses that uh, in Philippians chapter 3, beginning in verse 12. Not that I have already attained or am already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of that which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. I do not, brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press toward the goal of the prize of the upward call of, of God in Christ Jesus. This is the Apostle Paul, and it's not really that early in his life, and he says, listen, uh, I'm pressing on. I'm not looking at myself as having obtained. Uh, in other words, we might say it this way, I'm not looking at myself and saying, I've arrived, I don't have any more to learn. 
Paul, the great apostle Paul says, I still have more to learn. Hallelujah. I believe one of the ways we can win today is to acknowledge the fact that I'm not perfect yet. And even if some of the things that happened today didn't really go the way I wanted them to and don't look like a win, that I need to realize that I'm learning and I'm one day closer. I'm pressing in. I'm, I'm pressing to the high calling of Christ Jesus. I'm learning today. What I learned today is going to help me win tomorrow. Therefore, I won today. Hallelujah. When we get to thinking that we don't need to learn anything or that if we had to learn something, this is a real problem that I see in people. If I have to learn something, if I don't know everything now, then that means I'm not any good. That's a lie from the devil. If you're not still learning, you're not still living. Hallelujah. And if I learn today, even if if I learned in something that looked like a defeat, It's a victory. Hallelujah. So to win every day means that I learn from the day rather than being overcome by the day. Even if it looks bad, I'm going to learn something. I can do better tomorrow. To win today means that I am going to understand that God is still working even if I have not seen what I want to see. Romans 8.31, we alluded to this yesterday, but it says, What uh, then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? If Almighty God is on my side, then whatever I'm looking at, whatever may not have happened yet in my life, whatever promise I'm believing for, whatever battle I'm fighting, if even if I haven't gotten over the top today, I won today because God is still for me. And if I can focus on that, if I can accept that and believe that, then I realize tomorrow is going to be another victory for me. It may not be the victory I want. Listen, this is something else that we need to grab hold of. God knows us better than we know ourselves. Uh, the victories he gives us don't always look like the ones we want. He doesn't always do the things the way we want him to or when we want him to, but he will do what he said he'd do. And if God's for me, hey, listen, time is on my side. Hallelujah. God is eternal. God never fails. God never loses. No matter what's going to happen, if he's for me, man, I'm going to win in the end. Hallelujah. So... Since I'm still in the battle, I won today. To win the day means I will not quit until I see the will of God in my life. What is the will of God for my life? It's whatever the Bible says it is. One of the reasons God gives us all these promises is they are a revelation of what God wants for us. If he says, by his stripes you were healed, then that's what God wants for you. If he says that he will provide all your need according to his riches and glory, then that's the will of God for your life. If he says he always causes you to triumph in Christ Jesus, then that's the will of God for you in your life. And you can go through the word and find specific things that will speak to what you're facing right now and as long as we understand that uh, that it, God is working on that, that God is moving in those things, then and we don't quit. See, here's the thing that the devil tries to get us to do. He wants us to quit. He wants us to throw up our hands and say, God doesn't love me. God doesn't care. None of this stuff is ever going to happen. Now, you've said that. I've said that. Just repent of it. That doesn't mean you that God threw you off to the side. It means that you tried to throw God off to the side. But let me tell you what, he's really hard to get rid of. Hallelujah. He's still there. Just go back and say, Father, I blew it in that. Forgive me for that. I choose to win 
today. And uh, in Ephesians 6.13, one of the key factors in winning today, it says it's talking about the full armor of God. It's talking about resisting the devil. It's talking about the challenges of life. He says, having done all that you know to do to stand, standing on the promises, obeying God, doing whatever God told you to do. If you've done everything you know to do, then stand. And, and, and then it goes on to say, stand therefore. And it gives us a list of the armor of God. But the thing is, I'm not going to quit. I'm just not going to quit. I mean, I've told God, there are times where I felt like I really failed God. There are times when I felt like where sin was concerned. You know, we all have things that we, we stumble over, things that get the better of us. And there have been times where things get the better of me, just like you. And I've gone to God and I said, look, I, I'm sorry for that. And I said, if you want to throw me out because of that, then that's up to you. But I want you to know something. I'm not going to quit on you. I'm not going to quit on myself. I'm not going to quit on my calling. I'm not going to quit on my salvation. I'm going to keep going and I'm going to keep trusting you. If I don't quit, if I get to the end of the day and I'm not going to quit, I've won today. To win the day means I believe I receive when I pray. In Mark eleven twenty four, it says this, therefore I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. We need to understand, if we're going to win today, we need to understand that God is still working on it, that his promise is sure. It's kind of related to what we talked about, Abraham believing that God would do what he said he'd do, but this is even a little bit more specific. When I pray, God, Jesus said, Jesus said, believe that you receive. What does that mean? That means that the minute I pray it, it's done. I will receive it. I may not see it today. I may not see it tomorrow, but God is working to bring it into my life. Again, it doesn't always look like I want it to, but he will do what he said I would do. And if I'm praying according to the will of God, which is the word of God, then I can trust and believe that somehow, some way, God is going to bring that to pass. If I can do these things, I can win today. Now, again, what happens if I if I woke up tomorrow morning and I didn't do any of that stuff and I went to bed defeated? What do I do? I go to God and say, Father, forgive me. I choose to believe I won yesterday, even though it didn't feel like I won and even though I didn't act like I won. And I choose to win today. Tomorrow is always another day. You know, it's an interesting thing about God. He's always today. Today is always the same to him. Tomorrow is today. Today is today. Yesterday is today. He is I am. And yet, for you and I, tomorrow is a new day. His mercy is new every morning. Hallelujah. So let's make a commitment in 2023 to do more, to work a little bit harder, to maybe get these things in your life. Maybe you have some other things that you could add. Uh, let me know about that. There's an email uh, on the, the page for the, the podcast episode. Let me know about that. I'd love to hear how you win today. But listen, we can and we must win today. We must not quit. We must stay in the fight. Even if we're just staying alive for another day, that means we get to fight again tomorrow. If we win today, we can ultimately win the battle. If we win enough battles, Jesus will come and the war will be over. God bless you. Have a great day in Jesus. We'll talk to you again soon. This podcast is an outreach of Living Word International, a division of Intercession Ministries. If you'd like to contact us, please email livingwordintgreen at gmail.com. That's livingwordintgreene at gmail.com. Have a great day.